everyone. Good morning. It's Tuesday, the 19th of June, 2018. Welcome back to Autonomous Cars with Mark Hogue, the only twice-weekly podcast on autonomous cars in the world. Today, Apple snags an ex-Waymoan, or is that Waymoan? An ex-human from Waymo. There we go. Uh, Volvo gets better vision, and Enterprise embraces autonomy. And, wait, there's more. We've got not one, but two PS notes. First, a thing about RideOS. And second, some really interesting feedback by some of our listeners. Yeah, that's, that's you. All this, right now. But first, a quick thing. Uh, friendly reminder, our new website, markhogue.com. If you missed our previous episode, then you missed this breaking news. Well, this breaking news along with the other breaking news, our new much shorter, more efficient tagline. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, please do head over to markhogue.com. That's simply my name, all one word, obviously, M-A-R-C-H-O-A-G.com. Uh, yeah, check it out. This is the new official home of this podcast. Now, obviously, some of you are wondering, well, why did I really need a dedicated home? Um, obviously, the podcasts themselves, they are recorded and hosted over at anchor.fm. And then, of course, these are cross-posted to all the various podcast directories all over the internets. For instance, iTunes, Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, Pocket Cast, uh, so on and so forth, right? Uh, and that's true, but there was two reasons I wanted to have a dedicated homepage. One, well, I just kind of wanted one, but mostly, more importantly, more practically, um, I thought it was really important to have my own personally controlled, well, homepage dedicated to these podcasts, um, where they're going to be listed, of course, in sort of a blog-like chronological format. You then click into each uh, article, in quotes. Uh, you'll see the brief sort of summary of the episode, and then, of course, um, you can listen to it right there in line uh, in the post itself. Now, one of the cool, um, I think, one of the really great side effects to all this, of course, is it's being hosted over at WordPress. Um, and while the Anchor.fm platform is obviously really great for those of you who listen there as opposed to elsewhere, say iTunes podcasts, uh, as you know, the, I, the Anchor FM platform is great because you can leave voicemails. Um, but the nice thing about uh, hosting this, th these episodes as a, you know, as a uh, sort of a blog kind of website is that you can now leave actual comments to each of the uh, each of the episodes. So if you've got a lot to say, and if for whatever reason you don't feel like saying it verbally in an audio recording, head on over to markhoag.com, find the episode about which you'd like to uh, talk about things, go ahead and leave your comment there. I promise to engage you myself, and hopefully other listeners will dive in and join the conversation as well. So there you have it. That's my... That's the, that is most certainly not my last plug about the website, but please be sure to share it with your friends and colleagues, of course. And without further ado, let's dive in at last. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Well, look at this. We've actually got some news about Apple's Project Titan autonomous car project. 
Um, admittedly, not particularly juicy, detailed news. For instance, nothing about the car itself or even the software they're supposedly designing potentially for use uh, to be licensed to third-party auto manufacturers. Um, but really important news nonetheless. So it turns out that Apple has just gone to Head and hired one Jamie Wado. Uh, she's a, uh, huh, and this is actually a pretty funny uh, bit of nomenclature coincidence. Uh, Jamie Wado has been the lead systems engineer over at Waymo. Um, pretty funny that. Uh, prior to which, she, um, really quite impressive, she was a, a senior mechanical engineer over at NASA's JPL. Um, but of course, very special to me, she is also a UCLA Bruin. So, uh, Jamie? Go Bruins. Um, in any event, uh, let's see. This is a pretty big deal because it also shows not only that Apple is indeed very much still in the game, but uh, the fact that they're hiring people away now from Waymo, I mean, that's pretty telling indeed. Now that Jamie is part of the Apple ecosystem, obviously not a chance we'll ever hear from her. Of course, Apple infamously private about everything they do. But obviously, if I do hear something, I promise to share it here with all of you. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So Volvo may not be at the top of everyone's minds, neither as a vehicle generally, nor especially in the race to autonomy, but uh, it should be because, um, well, first of all, it all started back in, I think, 2015 or 2014 when Chinese investment firm and car company Geely went ahead and essentially took over ownership of Volvo, only in a financial sense, though. Volvo was otherwise <clears throat> still very much a Swedish company. Um, and apart from rolling out the most bleeding, beautiful vehicles on the road today, both the exterior, but also arguably, especially the interiors. Um, Volvo has also been really making leaps and bounds strides with respect to autonomous driving technology. Rather infamously, unfortunately, they were in the news <clears throat> several months ago. You know, they were the test vehicle that, um, that Uber was using in Arizona, which struck and killed a pedestrian. Well, <clears throat> Volvo continues to sort of ramp up investment, in this case, in the uh, technology space, specifically for LiDAR. They've just gone ahead and invested in an American uh, LiDAR company called Luminar. Um, apparently, they've been able to develop a new sort of LiDAR tech. It's not solid state, which we've discussed in the past. Companies like Quantergy, of course, working on this variation of LiDAR, which sort of gets rid of all the moving bits and parts to produce something sort of right on the silicon. Um, so it looks like um, Luminar is, at least by that metric, still quote-unquote conventional, but in fact, in its real-world use, it's really not that conventional at all. So, for instance, it looks like it's got hugely improved resolution. The cars can now see up to 250 yards ahead. Um, let's see. Uh, basically, the idea is that uh, Luminar is also going further by virtue of, well, not only is the world around the car detected, but also the system will go ahead and actually um, sort of create what sounds to me anyway, and I need to research this further, but it seems to be sort of creating a database which tags, kind of labels all the various objects it sees. Um, so it's kind of like crowdsourcing its own sort of knowledge of the world around it. So I think that's potentially quite useful, quite cool. I imagine this sort of data 
could then be used by the software engineers to better tweak and enhance LiDAR's and indeed the, the onboard car's computer's brains, as it were, to better interpret the world around it. Um, you know, there's a really good quote here by the company, Luminar, which goes, uh, let's see, it says here that it's easy to make an autonomous car see 99% of the time, but it's the last percent that's preventing them from becoming a reality. I mean, if this sounds familiar, it is kind of the whole sort of first and last mile thing that we've also heard all the time. And this seems to be kind of a recurring theme with everything involving self-driving cars, whether it's the fact that, you know, initially self-driving cars are just fine for sort of, you know, all but the first and last mile of the journey, meaning the, you know, everything apart from kind of getting out of the town and getting back into a town again. So everything on the freeway shouldn't be too much of a problem here. Same thing. LiDAR does pretty well 99% of the time, but it's that last 1% that leads to such tragic accidents as we've seen recently. So anyway, hopefully I'll get some more news on this. Um, my hope is that we get a little bit more information regarding the technology itself. And if and when I do, I promise to go ahead and share it with you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, on a headline that seems straight out of a Star Trek episode, Enterprise and Voyage, well, not Voyager, fair enough, but Enterprise and Voyage are uh, partnering up. Enterprise, of course, the American rental car company Voyage, yet another autonomous car startup. Um, they're partnering up because Enterprise doesn't want to go extinct. Yeah, no surprise there. Autonomous cars, obviously a huge threat to the rental car market. Uh, in North America alone, it's a $25 billion market. Um, the idea is that Enterprise is initially going to get 12 of Voyage's autonomous cars. Meanwhile, Voyage has plans to go ahead and roll out a, its own ride-hailing service near Orlando, Florida. By year's end, there's a thought that uh, Enterprise might be in charge of that fleet, but there aren't really any concrete details here this this story by the way this news over from business insider if you want to check it out in more detail but the general idea is that um you know for car companies for rental car companies not embracing this autonomous car future they really are in big trouble um i haven't heard of other rental agencies getting in on the autonomous car game i'd be shocked if they were not but here enterprise certainly the first to make the news in partnership with voyage All right, so as promised, two quick PS notes to uh, discuss before closing out today. So the first is Ride OS. Now, if that sounds familiar, you've been listening to this podcast for quite some time because uh, we discussed this a while back. <clears throat> Very briefly, though, they were really just operating in stealth mode. So really not much at all to say about them other than that they existed and they were a thing. Well, until now, because they've just gone ahead and their CTO, Chris Blumenberg, has published an article on LinkedIn sharing a bit of light on what RideOS is and what they're on about. And in short, it's a lot. So to start things off, uh, he quotes, or he writes, and I quote, uh, at RideOS, we've built the beginnings of a platform that synthesizes, manages, and distributes safety-critical data and routes for any and every type of transport. Uh, looks like they've received $9 million in Series A funding from Sequoia Capital, Graph Ventures, and SV Angel. And they've got a partnership with Autonomic, which is a Ford subsidiary, architecting its transportation mobility cloud. 
That's all a mouthful, and indeed what they're doing sounds like quite a mouthful and indeed quite an ambitious thing. So really they seem to be a sort of full-stack technology covering, well, everything. They've got a rider app, a driver app, an autonomous vehicle app, and then it looks like they're going to be doing a lot of data sharing between uh, fleets, maps, traffic, and detection generally. So there is a lot to dive into all this. Um, pulling another quote from the article <clears throat> RideOS technology enables operators of on-demand transportation to run their fleets safely and efficiently. It provides additional services, including ETAs, supply positioning, single rider trips, multi-rider trips, and dashboards for visualizing fleet and monitoring key metrics. So there is a lot going on here. I was very pleasantly surprised to discover that one of my former good friends from high school, one Bill Chen, well, he's joined the team since its earliest days. He was formerly over at Tesla, heading up their autopilot maps division. And if memory serves, he also spent some time over at Microsoft and Uber and Apple, I believe, where he was almost singularly responsible for the earliest development of Apple Maps. But, um, you know, Bill, if you're listening to this episode, it would be really swell to uh, reconnect and, uh, you know, as we've been trying for quite some time, get you on the show and uh, would love to chat with you about RideOS and see what you guys are all about. So um, let's try and connect and uh, chat. All right, to close things out today, my second PS note. Um, I wanted to talk about some really great feedback I got from a listener. He didn't authorize me to use his full name and titles, so suffice to say, we'll go with his first name only, uh, Frédéric. He writes us from France. Um, so he, he kind of took issue with, and I have to say, he's not the first to say such a thing, um, with my mm, admittedly somewhat cavalier approach to autonomous car accidents. Um, you know, he, he thinks I'm a bit too forgiving when these occur. And he's an automotive engineer of some 20 plus years. And, you know, he just, he, he's not okay putting passengers' lives uh, in danger. So his, his counter argument is that, you know, it's one thing if somebody crashes and causes injury or death to themselves or others because they are texting on their phone or just otherwise being an idiot on the road. As you probably know, as a reminder, something like 95% of accidents are caused by human error. So his point, and as I wrote him back, I feel it's almost a philosophical point, if not a practical one, um, is that there's a real difference between an accident being caused by human error as opposed to um, a manufacturing defect or simply a shortcoming, including and especially uh, when manufacturers are essentially beta testing autonomous car products, right? And he, he really touches on the notion of trust, suggesting this is why airplanes make the news. It's because, you know, passengers really trust the flight crew and, of course, the manufacturers, Boeing, Airbus, um, you know, to make sure they've produced a safe product. We would never tolerate, I mean, he didn't say this, but my, I'm kind of reading between the lines. We would never tolerate um, airplane manufacturers to essentially beta test products on passengers, even if it were safer than the status quo. So why should we be okay with that with cars? Um, that's a really good point. I somewhat disagree with respect to why aviation accidents make the news. I think it's less about those points and rather more that well, they just happen so infrequently and when they do occur, obviously many lives are lost. Um, I, I, I think, so, so first of all, let me just say I, I agree. It's a really interesting distinction. Indeed, an accident caused by human error versus manufacturing defect. For me, though, the big question is we need to establish some upper and lower bounds of tolerance. You know, at what point then are we going to be okay with getting these vehicles on the road, especially considering that they're already safer than human drivers? Um, 
So, so it's a tricky question. I'm not really sure what the answer is. I feel like this could warrant almost an entire episode, let alone a segment. Um, but if any of you have any thoughts to share on this, um, please do go ahead and let me know. Um, Frederic, I hope to uh, have more of a discussion with you on this. I've written you back an email, and hopefully we can uh, chat more about this and, frankly, even get you on the show. We'd love to get your thoughts and insight, especially considering your 20 years of experience in all this. All right, so that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. Um, as a reminder, please be sure to check out our new home on the web at markhogue.com. Remember, this is a blog-style website, so you can click into each episode's article listing and comment away to your heart's content. I promise to engage you in any comments you leave, and hopefully all of you can dive in. We can have some really great, productive conversation. Um, what else? Please be sure, of course, to continue to share with your friends and colleagues, not just this podcast, uh, but of course, also the new website as well. Um, if you're listening on Apple's iTunes podcast, you know, ratings, reviews, feedback, very much appreciated indeed. That is, of course, my preferred subscription platform. If you're subscribing to this podcast, remember on anchor.fm, you can leave voicemail feedback too, and I promise to get back to you. So that'll do it for today. Until next time, it'll be Thursday or Friday. I'll check back in with you. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.